This is the Time of Your Life, brought to you by the Seniors Association Kingston Region, a weekly program to help guide you through the ever-evolving world of health and fitness. Every week we'll have a feature interview, tips on how to stay active physically and mentally, and much, much more. You're listening to the Time of Your Life on CFRC 101.9 FM. You trip, slide, slip, or tumble, and it hurts. Falls are a major injury factor for seniors, but there are ways to minimize the risk. I'm Ken Day, and my guest is Debbie O'Grady, a physical activity specialist at Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox, and Addington Public Health. First of all, Debbie, let's uh, deal with the Stay on Your Feet program. The name seems uh, self-explanatory, but what's it all about? Stay on Your Feet program um, is a program designed to prevent falls, of course, and promote health in older adults. Um, hence the name, Stay on Your Feet. We want people to stay upright and, uh, and prevent falls from happening. So what it is is an eight-week program. It's free to older adults 55 plus in uh, Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox and Addington. So it's offered twice per year, once in the fall and once in the spring. And is there any expense involved in that? No, the program is completely free, and uh, it involves uh, an awareness and education component. So we have uh, weekly guest speakers who come in and talk about a, a variety of different falls risk topics. Uh, then we have a socialization component, so participants have um, 15 minutes to you know, just talk and socialize. Uh, we serve healthy snacks and beverages, and then we do 45 minutes of Tai Chi, and the Tai Chi instruction is provided by the Taoist Tai Chi Society, and uh, they're all volunteers. How big a risk factor is falling for seniors? Uh, falling is a, a huge issue for older adults. So our, um, our statistics show us that um, one in three older adults over the age of 65 will fall once per year, and that increases to one in two um, for people over the age of 85. So it, uh, the falls risk increases as we age. Um, some other stats are that uh, for the 65-plus age group, falls account for 85% of all injuries resulting in hospitalization. And in all age groups, falls were the leading cause of unintentional injury resulting in hospitalization across all age groups. Um, we also know that falls account for 40% of all nursing home admissions. We also know that our population is aging. Um, so by 2031, it's projected that older adults will make up 24% of Canada's population, and that approximately $4.4 billion, a lot of money, um, will be spent on direct health care costs for fall-related injuries. Is fall-proofing your home a real option here? <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's a, there's a number of things that people can do to prevent their risk for a fall. Home safety is one of them that, that falls into the um, environmental factors. Um, but there's all kinds of, um, of different factors that can increase the risk for a fall. So there's the environmental, like home hazards, um, icy sidewalks, cracks in sidewalks, that sort of thing. There's biological and intrinsic factors, like um, people having problems with their gait, foot care, arthritis. Um, then there's social and economic factors, living alone, for example, um, lack of social support, not having a good social support network, low income, and behavioral factors, so not getting enough physical activity that's required, uh, not knowing your medications um, or the side effects of those. So it's not really a case of, oh, we're getting older, therefore we're not steady on our feet like we used to be. 
No, no, not at all. I mean, there are age-related changes that happen as we get older, of course, um, but there are so many things that we can do to decrease our risk. And um, as a physical activity specialist, I'm passionate about physical activity, and uh, that's one of the, the most important things that people can do to reduce their risk for a fall. Balance, of course, when people think of falls, they think of balance. So balance, of course, is key, uh, making sure you have good balance so that if you do trip and stumble, you can stay upright. And, um, and muscle weakness, um, the research has shown that having uh, muscle weakness, particularly in the lower body, can increase the risk for a fall four to five times. So that is, um, that's significant. And weakness in the lower limbs has found found to be a risk factor for fall-related hip fractures. So from your uh, point of view and your position <laughs> as a specialist, mm -hmm. exercise has really got to be a key here. Stay as fit as you can yeah. as long as you can. Yes, regular physical activity is one of the most important things that anyone can do to reduce their risk for a fall. And uh, the Canadian Physical Activity Guidelines recommend 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity each week. So when people think of that, they think 150 minutes. Like that, that's, <laughs> I can't do that. That's way too hard. It's too much. Um, but when you break it down, it equals about 30 minutes a day. And that can be broken into 10-minute bouts at a time. So, you know, you go for a 10-minute walk, you do 10 minutes of gardening, um, 10 minutes of dancing or whatever it is that you, you enjoy, and that equals your, your 30 minutes. Um, now, by moderate to vigorous, what that means is that moderate activity, you're starting to feel warm, you might be sweating a little bit, um, you're starting to get out of breath, you feel your heart rate getting up. And uh, vigorous, you're really feeling like you're, you know, your heart is pumping, you're, you're quite warm. And in those guidelines, they also recommend, of course, um, resistance training. So building the muscles and the bones, um, very important. And of course, the balance. This really isn't very onerous when you break it down like that, because no. it can be as simple as going for a walk around the block, and you may even live on a street with a short block. Absolutely. And, and walking is one of the best exercises you can do. It's weight-bearing. Um, it's free. If you have access to the outdoors, a sidewalk, um, a good pair of um, comfortable, um, proper-fitting shoes, and, uh, and that's all you need. And, you know, in the winter when there's icy sidewalks, um, you know, we don't recommend going out and walking on icy sidewalks because, again, icy sidewalks are a, a falls hazard. Um, but even walking around, uh, if you live in a condo or apartment building, you know, walking around the corridor, walking around your home, um, there's lots of free community programs. Um, there's a program here at Public Health called Walk On. Uh, we have different locations where people can go and walk indoors in a safe environment. So there's, there's lots of different options for you know, trying to stay as, as active as possible. And it doesn't make any sense either to do your 10 minutes a day and then go and sit in a chair for the rest of the day. I guess th there are ways as well if you just raise your feet off the ground up and down a few times while you're sitting around watching TV. Exactly. That helps. Exactly. Even um, getting up during commercials and, um, and doing uh, things like heel raises, um, which strengthens the ankles and your calves. Um, doing uh, chair squats at home. So there's lots of things you can even do at home to build, uh, to build strength. It, you don't have to you know, join a fancy gym or, or pay expensive membership fees to be, um, to be physically active, but you do want to make sure that you're you know, getting your heart rate up and using your, your muscles. And um, we know physical activity has so many benefits. I mean, obviously falls prevention. Um, in addition to that, um, heart health. Um, preventing chronic disease like um, osteoporosis and arthritis and diabetes, all those things. Um, 
physical activity increases uh, muscle strength and endurance, um, posture, mobility. So just being able to get, um, you know, from point A to point B, going into the grocery store to get your groceries, that's, that, you know, that's muscle endurance. Um, getting up out of your chair, uh, a lot of older adults have difficulty just getting out of a chair, mm-hmm. um, especially if, if it doesn't have arms, so they can't use the upper body. So just being able to use your leg strength to get up out of a chair and then stay upright is so important because if you don't have that uh, muscle strength in the lower body, um, in your, your upper legs, and you go to get up from your chair, um, maybe you're watching TV and you're going to go get yourself a snack and, and you get up, um, if your muscles are weak, then you, you are at risk to you know, maybe stumble forward and therefore fall. So, so yeah, physical activity, uh, so very, very important. I can't stress it enough. But given all that about physical activity, mm-hmm. it, it, it's pretty much a given that as we get older, our bones tend to get a little less strong, yes. more brittle. Mm-hmm. So if we come back to hazards around the house, I guess mm-hmm. you have to deal with things like throw rugs and loose oh. carpets and odds and ends like that. So I guess fall-proofing your house um, can be a big part of it. Absolutely. So beyond the, um, beyond the physical activity... Um, the environmental the home hazards is another big thing. So there's things people can do around their home. Um, they can do a home safety check, scatter rugs that you mentioned, huge hazard. Um, my mom has them around our family cottage, and I keep saying, Mom, you need to, you need to remove these scatter rugs. Yes, they look pretty. Um, they're decorative, but um, if they're, they're a falls hazard. I, I slip on them. Um, so if you're going to have scatter rugs in your home, at least have one of those backings underneath it so that it's not going to slip. Um, Things like um, staircases, having good handrails when going up and down a staircase, um, having good lighting throughout your home, um, you know, not using wax on your floors, wiping up water if you spill it, making sure cords are out of the way, um, making sure you know where your pet is. You know, you know, people have cats and the cat runs in front of you and, uh, and then all of a sudden you're tripping over your, your cat or your dog. So making sure that you know where your, your pet is. Um, you know, not leaving clutter around, especially on staircases. Um, we know um, falls happen on staircases. Um, which it's not fun to fall down stairs. So, um, yeah, many things that you can do around your home to, to home-proof it. And uh, environmental is also um, in the community. So people don't always have control over when they go outdoors, a crack in the sidewalk or icy sidewalks. But again, there's things that you can do. Um, in the winter, we advise people, um, if they're going out, to bring a little bag of, um, of salt mm-hmm. that they can sprinkle in front of them or to buy you know, a good quality pair of ice grippers if they're going to be walking on solid ice. Um, they can strap those on to get across the ice. And um, yeah, there's so many things that, uh, that people can do to reduce their risk. And I guess uh, following up on that, uh, good footwear, indoor and outdoor, is also pretty important because you don't want something you're going to slip around on. That's right. Footwear is very important, and uh, footwear is actually one of the sessions we talk about in our Stay on Your Feet program. Um, Having comfortable, good-fitting shoes with good treads. Um, I know I was at our family cottage last weekend, and I slid. I was going down this little hill towards the dock, and I suddenly slid, did a semi-splits, and uh, ended up forward on my knees, um, didn't hurt myself, um, but I looked at the bottom of my shoes because I thought, what the heck just happened? The grass was wet, but I looked at the bottom of my shoes and I had a little cheap pair of, you know, like 
uh, shoes on and I looked at the soles of them and they were like a smooth stone. Uh, the treads were completely gone. So having good solid treads on your shoes is, is so important. And uh, just being comfortable in your footwear because if you're walking around and you know doing your activities of daily living or exercising and if, if your feet are hurting, um, if you have blisters or the shoe doesn't fit right, then that can cause problems with your gait, your mobility, pain, um, again, and all those things can then increase your risk for a fall. So shoes um, and just taking care of your feet in general, going to see um, a foot care specialist if you need it is, uh, is so important. Okay, now let's stay on your feet. Now let's switch gears a bit and sure. talk about the Falls Prevention Ambassador Volunteer Program. Okay, so the Falls Prevention Ambassador Program uh, has been at KFLNA Public Health since uh, about 2005, and it's a group of trained volunteers um, who are all older adults themselves, and they go out into the community and they deliver falls prevention information to community groups of older adults. So they're all trained, and the information they have is accurate, um, up-to-date, and reliable. They, they're trained through KFLNA Public Health, and they go out and deliver. Uh, it's about a 60-minute PowerPoint presentation. It's called Falls Prevention Starts With You. And um, they're also available to come to community events, um, expos with a falls prevention display. So they're trying to spread awareness that, um, that most falls are predictable and preventable. And they're a great group of 14 uh, volunteers. They're extremely passionate about spreading that, uh, that message and, uh, and very dedicated. And um, we usually, in general, um, we do about two to three um, events or displays per month. Uh, we have peak times usually in the fall and in the spring, but um, the Falls Prevention Ambassadors are available year-round. Today's guest on The Time of Your Life is Debbie O'Grady, a physical activity specialist at Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox, and Addington Public Health. Before the break, Debbie, we were talking about Stay on Your Feet, a, a program to help seniors avoid falls. And now we've switched gears to the Falls Prevention Ambassador volunteers who help spread the message about staying upright. Do you have enough volunteers? We do right now, but, um, but more volunteers are always welcome. So we have a good core group of 14 right now. But if someone is interested in volunteering, um, we would certainly never turn someone away who wants to, uh, you know, who wants to pursue that. Um, so I would say, yes, if someone's interested, then definitely contact um, Public Health, and we can talk to them some more about that opportunity. Any prerequisites for being a volunteer? Uh, no, just uh, just the flexibility to be able to go out into the community and deliver these presentations. Um, we have had some volunteers who still worked part-time and were still able to do um, some volunteer work for us. Um, our Falls Prevention Ambassadors also help out with the Stay on Your Feet program, um, the eight-week community program. Um, so I would just say, yeah, the willingness to learn. Uh, they have to go through considerable training to learn all of the information. And uh, just the desire to go out into the community and you know, share, their in, share the information with the community. What kind of feedback do you get from people who um, come out and listen to these volunteers? Uh, our feedback is excellent. Our, our volunteers do such a good job because, again, um, as I said, they're so passionate and that comes through when they're presenting. They're all, um, they're all experienced. Uh, many of them have had falls themselves, so they can be empathetic. And um, the feedback is always really, really good. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything, anything negative that comes back on our feedback form. Okay, now if you're interested in volunteering uh, sometime down the road, who do they contact? 
They would contact uh, either myself, Debbie O'Grady, or um, our volunteer coordinator, um, and they would call KFLNA Public Health. Is it fair to say, though, that a big part of the equation is less the physical activity and more the fact that it's fun to do that physical activity? Oh, absolutely. I always say to people to make sure when they're being physically active that it, it, you don't want it to be onerous, like something else you have to do in your day. Um, and that's often how I feel about going to the gym. I think, oh, I just worked a full day. I don't want to go and, you know, go on a, on a treadmill. I call it the dreadmill um, after working all day. So it has to be something that you're going, you're going to enjoy doing. So for me, I enjoy walking at um, local conservation areas. Um, Lemoyne Point is, is a good one. I, I love being outside and just walking the trails, hiking in the fall. Um, I also love dancing, so I love doing Zumba. Um, I love to swim. So people have to find what it is that they enjoy doing, whether that's um, you know joining a dance class or a group fitness program or gardening, golfing, um, walking, riding their bike, whatever it is, um, to make sure they enjoy it because you're not going to stick to something that you don't enjoy. So, I, I'm, for example, I used to run. I trained for a 10K and uh, did a couple of those. And then I really started to not like running. And, again, it became a chore. I, I think, oh, I have to go out and do my training. So I thought, why am I doing this to myself? So I don't run anymore because I don't enjoy it. Um, but I do enjoy walking and being outdoors. So, um, so yeah, find what you like, and, uh, and that'll make it you know, something enjoyable, not something else you have to add to your day. And this, of course, fits into the whole concept of this interview, which is basically preventing falls because it helps you stay active and more physically fit. Exactly. So any type of physical activity, walking, as I mentioned earlier, um, it's weight-bearing. So when you're weight-bearing, you're building your muscles, you're, um, you're building your bone density, so it contributes to bone health. You're working your heart, which improves your, you know, your aerobic capacity, your cardiovascular system. You're reducing your risk for, for you know, chronic disease, arthritis, because you're keeping your, your joints moving and the blood flowing through the body. Um, you're keeping your, your posture you know, good. You're... Um, your core, your abdominals and lower back strong. And, um, and having a strong core, and we all, when we say core, we always refer to your abdominals and your lower back. Having a strong core is so important, especially as you get older, because if you do trip and stumble, if you have that strong, um, that strong core, then that's going to help you to, not, to keep yourself upright and not result in that fall on the floor or on the stairs or wherever it may be. And this is uh, something that we didn't discuss, but... Um Regardless of your physical fitness mm -hmm. and your age and circumstance, you're still going to fall sometimes, and maybe you'll break a wrist mm -hmm. or an ankle or whatever. Yes. How important is it after you have that kind of episode to, it's the old analogy, if yes. you fall off a bike, you have get to back get on. back on. How important is it <laughs> yes. to pick up and continue to try to stay as physically fit as possible? Well, it's, it's very, very important, and, um, and that's why our tagline is most falls are predictable and preventable. So there's many things that people can do to reduce their risk, but sometimes, inevitably, you're, you're going to go out, you could be physically active, you could have you know, your best boots on with the good treads, and, um, and you, you might slip on an icy patch and still fall. Um, so you know, in that case, once you're healed, if you, if you did sustain a fracture, um, once that's healed and you've gotten the medical clearance from your, your family doctor, um, it's so important to, like you said, get back on the horse and, and be active again. Because the more sedentary uh, you become, um, you know, the more you're, you lose that, that muscle strength and the endurance. And, um, and that's what you need to, 
to prevent a fall. So there's actually, we call it um, the fall cycle. So what happens with that is someone has a fall. Um, because they had their fall, they develop a fear of falling, which is, of course, you're going to be afraid to fall again. It, it hurts you, but you, you can sustain an injury. Um, so you develop that fear of falling, and because of that, you decrease your activities. So you might stay at home more. You're afraid to be more physically active. Then you decrease your activities. You start to lose your, your physical fitness. So muscle strength goes down, um, results in muscle weakness, um, loss of strength and mobility. And then, of course, when you lose the strength and mobility, that increases your risk for a fall. So the cycle just goes around and around. So um, if you do have a fall and... Um, once you know, once you're healed, or um, or as you're healing, if you have that um, that okay from your doctor to begin uh, being active, then um, then definitely um, as soon as possible. And you may have to modify some movements. Um, I teach uh, you know fitness classes, group fitness classes for older adults as well, and um, and people have things like arthritis um, or osteoporosis. Um, People have had hip replacements, knee replacements. So, you know, quite often people have to modify things. Maybe one person can do a squat. Um, someone else might not be able to. So you have to, I always say, listen to your body and, um, and modify things as you need to. We've covered a lot of ground in the last mm -hmm. 20 minutes or so. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add that we have overlooked? Sure. So I just like to go back to our Stay on Your Feet eight-week program, which we talked about earlier. So the program, um, as mentioned earlier, runs twice per year. So we do have an upcoming program starting. And this has been running in, uh, in the community through KFLNA Public Health uh, since 2005. And uh, again, it includes guest speakers, and they talk about things, uh, some of the things we've talked about today. So um, environmental hazards, uh, physical activity, nutrition, footwear, foot care. Um, medication use. Uh, medication and uh, alcohol use is another big risk factor for falls. Um, so we have a public health nurse who talks about that. Um, um, osteoporosis and community programs. So those are the topics that our guest speakers come and present about for the first hour. Then they, we have the nutrition and uh, socialization and, uh, and then the 45 minutes of Tai Chi. It does fill up quickly. It's a popular program. Um, it's, it's quite well known in the community now. Um, but people do need to pre-register because we only have a certain number that we can, we can take because and the, what they, space allows for here. Uh, to register, call? So they would call me, um, okay. Debbie, at Public Health, and it's 613-549-1234. Uh, extension 1209. Debbie, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Debbie O'Grady is with Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox, and Addington Public Health. We've been talking about preventing falls with the Stay on Your Feet program and the Falls Prevention Ambassadors. For more information, go to kflapublichealth.ca or contact Debbie at 613-549-1232, extension 1209. I'm Ken Day, and you have been listening to The Time of Your Life, presented by the Seniors Association Kingston Region, for 40 years now, the association has been keeping seniors busy with scores of programs and activities at the Senior Center on Francis Street. If you have any comments, suggestions, or story ideas, or if you'd like to volunteer, contact the Senior Center at 613-548-7810. 